0: to the Wildland Thursday podcast here, the Fancy Sports Cave, with your host, me, Sports Guy David, and my co-host, Lucas Reyes. How are you doing, man? How's your year going so
1: far? Oh, I mean, the year is off to a crazy start right now, (laughs) Um, especially if you live in America. Uh, We actually got some international uh, listeners, so shout out to the international crew, too. Um, Just sit back and get some popcorn as we, you know, watch the demise of America. But yeah, I guess I'm okay. How about you? I'm doing
0: just... Fine. I'm ready to talk about some football and ready to talk about this weekend. Um, probably the latest weekend um, of football in a while. Six game or six games in total. Three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. We're going to talk about the second half. First half, we're going to talk about some games that happened this last weekend. First game we're going to talk about is the Dallas Cowboys fall short to the New York Giants, and the Cowboys needed a win. If, uh, if they wanted to get in, but, of course, they're the Cowboys, so they didn't. The Giants also needed the Eagles to win, but we'll talk about that later. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, actually, uh, Giants were rooting for Eagles, and then after, they're like, this is why we don't root for the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles were just getting trashed this weekend, and there's a lot of news with that, too. But um, Daniel Jones did, did, look, did look okay, 229 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. It's just – and the funny thing is, remember, did you see this game? Wayne Goldman fumbled. Oh, my god! no gosh. one around him. It was a butt foot. He landed on it like a butt fumble. But they managed to get it back, and they almost screwed it up and almost gave the Cowboys a win. I would have been livid, but I'm a little bit like Stephen A. Smith when the Cowboys lose. I just put a Cowboy <laughs> hat on and smoke a fat cigar, and just I just love talking to the haters, man. What, did, what did
1: he say? He said, uh, we the boys. What oh, did yeah, he what did, say? Did,
0: the, wow. the, oh, what does he say? He has a catchphrase. Yeah, I'm gonna ah, find boy!
1: Uh-huh. I
0: think it's that one. <laughs> Something with them boys. Yeah. They're not them boys. They got a lot to. They got a lot of work to do this off season. Um, as you know, that a lot had to do with Andy Dalton being gone, Dak Prescott gone, or um, Dak Prescott with injury. Real question is, I just wanted real qu- a quick question. You think they'll sign Dak Prescott to a short term, long term, big oh, money him up. discount?
1: Yeah, I mean, you gotta lock him up, especially after what happened last year when uh, he wanted the money and he really wanted to, um, you know, get that extension, stay a cowboy. You know, he got his buddy there, Zeke, and he, he also locked up Amari Cooper. This is a big three over there, and um, he comes in and he was like, going to break and he's on pace to smash the all-time passing record, and um, you know, unfortunately went down. But this is exactly why he wanted that contract to guarantee that his insurance, because these players, you never know when you could get. Uh, a season-ending injury but even also a serious life-threatening or you know a crazy injury and he had um one of the more, more uh you know shocking and devastating injuries he'll be that back yeah and he'll be back and he bro. got cd lamb too i just worry if uh jerry jones won't do it and it's all up to jerry jones and he's he might fuck up because honestly mccarthy might come back and just this little win streak their opportunity to come back into the um Postseason, There were some people saying that, you know, there was a good vibe going into the week 17 from Jerry Jones because they, they had a chance to go to the playoffs. So um, it's really unpredictable with him. Does he deserve it? Of course, though, Dak Prescott definitely deserves that contract. But, um, you know, uh, Jerry Jones is a wild card, so I have no idea. It's so funny how people's opinions change, including mine on Dak Prescott when something happened
0: like this. You, re- you kind of realize, like, man, you know, he's a human being, you know, because a lot of people trash Dak. Um, for being a third, fourth, I think it was a third round or fourth round draft pick. um Game paid less than a million dollars. I mean, I would want that money, too. And uh, he's very really talented. So I think the Cowboys should. Will they, though, is the big question. Um, I think they will. I think they got the sympathy. I think Dak Prescott got the sympathy card. And, like, hey, I, I risked my life, my, my damn ankle for you guys. You got to better pay up. Um, he did turn down, I think, $40 million reported. I think he did. So,
1: we'll see. Good move Another by game. him. He might get more out of it now.
0: Exactly. Well, well Patrick Mahomes set the threshold, and that's a real good move from the Chiefs because it puts all these teams in a bind. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing about the Chiefs, not a lot of people know, that's a team-friendly contract. Only yeah. like $145 million is guaranteed. Rest is incentives and shit. So, actually, Patrick Mahomes got pretty finesse, but it looks good on paper. <laughs> if you really look into the contract details, it's crazy. Um, all right, moving to the next game. That really concerns me because it's a rematch in the playoffs. The Steelers and the Browns, okay, Ooh. I know they started Mason Rudolph, and they even had Joshua Dobbs in there for, for five for five passing attempts, but their run game is horrendous. James Conner with nine, nine rushes for 37 yards. Joshua Dobbs was the second-leading rusher with 20. Anthony McFarlane Jr., a great rookie out of, I believe, it's the one with the cool, cool-ass flag. Michigan, they put it on the helmet. Is it Michigan? Delaware? No. Missouri, Maryland. What, what's, Maryland, God damn it, Maryland. Um, I, I have his rookie card. That's all I know. I, I'm i really concerned for the Steelers team. I know Mason Ruloff wasn't there, but their run game just hasn't been there all year. And it's pretty bad. Um, On to Cleveland, though, I, I said this in my little TikTok video. I said Baker Mayfield's not elite. He only threw for 196 yards and a touchdown. But this is, I thought this was going to be the test. Next week is going to be the, or this coming up, Weekend's going to be a test and see if he is actually elite our or game manager. Is he just going to manage the game or is he going to put it, the game in his own hands? Looking for him, he got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And the key to the Cleveland Browns victory here is Jarvis Landry. Yep. This dude could pass, he could catch, and he could run. He had a rushing touchdown for three yards. They need to utilize this guy in every which way. It might be predictable, but this guy is talented. And then you got receivers, Rashad Higgins is stepping up. Austin Hooper. You got Austin Hooper, David David Njoku, and you got Harrison Bryant, a rookie. Those are all your guys' tight end. They need to utilize those tight ends. I'm getting too much into the review, uh, but I want to see a little bit more of Donovan Peoples-Jones from Michigan, rookie. That dude's talented as well. Cleveland came out with the win, a two-point win to get into the playoffs. And as much as I hate the Browns, my friend, um, shout-out to uh, Jake, also known as Sniffy, on, Xbox, on um, playstation network i play with him on call of duty shout out to him he's in texas um he also plays football shout out to him again my boy was blowing my phone up he's like i never been this happy before that browns never made the playoffs in his lifetime so like oh wow this dude is happy and i was like you know what as much as i hate on the browns and baker mayfield dog live it up live it up i know when the Chargers go to the playoffs i'm running around <laughs> With all the Charger gear I have on, I have a Charger beanie, Charger scarf, Charger jersey, Charger shirt. Under that, I got a Charger snuggie. I got my Charger pajamas, my socks, my slippers. I'm wearing everything when they go to the playoffs. So I haven't felt that in a while. So, boy, celebrate. Real concerned about the Steelers, though, here.
1: Yeah, well, my one thought after this game was, you know, will Pittsburgh regret sitting their starters or the good amount of starters that they did sit if Cleveland comes back this coming week and bounces them out of the playoffs because what if? That'd be funny. You know, I think that'd be hilarious. Pittsburgh, maybe they should have handled business here in week 17 and just took care of uh, the Browns right then and there. I don't know. That's what one of the more interesting um, narratives going into this week. I guess we're going into the preview a little bit. I mean, this game we saw that Mason Rudolph and the Steelers almost came back, and that may be a little bit of a concern because lately these last few weeks. Big Ben has been struggling getting the ball out to their big play, playmakers and also Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson getting back on track. Chase Claypool, five receptions, one one and a touchdown. Deontay Johnson, three receptions, almost get 100 yards, 96. Um, these are the big playmakers that have been stretching the field all year, and they, that kind of disappeared these past few weeks with Big Ben. So we'll see how Big Ben comes out now after this week rest. Maybe it was really well needed. I mean, Pittsburgh, they got screwed by the bye week, so maybe – um, uh, Big Ben really needed um, a bye week late into the season and getting this kind of sort of first seed by or whatever, you know what I'm trying to say, uh, into the playoffs could help out a lot. I don't know how much it can help out, but um, it's a good sign to see that your team almost took care of business with the backups. But if Big Ben has his struggles again and can't get the the, the ball to the receivers um, like how Mason Rudolph did, and I know it's weird saying that, but it hasn't been there these past few weeks. I, I am a little concerned about Pittsburgh um not being able to pull it out this coming weekend but Cleveland has their own problems now because Kevin Stefanski got covid so he's going to be yes, he's going to be coaching um from the sideline virtually or um I don't know where he's going to be co- coaching but quarantine for sure um they just need to get back to the basics Nick Chubb only 14 carries but 108 yards that's great let's keep that going let's get the carries up to 20 22 plus like let's get that up because Pittsburgh you need to play keep away from their offense a little bit because your defense is not it and especially that secondary. And if you get lit up by these receivers that have been struggling lately, I, I could definitely see it going the other way. Let's see Cleveland out here come out with a good game plan. But this game was interesting, and especially with um, what could happen this coming week. You never know.
0: You never know. I forgot to mention about Kevin Savansky. I forgot the guy. God, I read a report who's doing it. But um, the momentum changed for Cleveland, man. They They're on a hot track right now. I just, this is a big test for Baker Mayfield and you Cleveland fans to really know if he's that guy, if he's that guy, then you guys are in good hands. But if he cannot pull out with this win, it's going to be real concerning. You got the running backs. Odell Beckham Jr. will be there next year. Build that defense. It's all on Baker right now. I mean, dude's good at commercials, man. I almost switched to, what is it? Progressive? Is he in progressive? Mm-hmm. I already got Hulu, so I can't buy that already. I already got that. So, um, <laughs> shout out to him and his acting skills. All right. Actually, actually, I actually like
1: talk. his acting. I want to say that.
0: Yeah, I I, I would I, I always say his acting skills are better than his quarterback skills. And I told my friend Jake that and he didn't like that. All right, moving on to a divisional game, which another team that concerns me, the Seahawks barely came up with a win, twenty six to twenty three, and um, Russell Wilson has been hasn't been his playoff Russell Wilson we've seen. Uh, maybe he'll turn it up next week. Uh, he he only threw for one hundred and eighty one yards, two touchdowns. Chris Carson had forty four rushing yards. Rest. We're under 30. There's three other – there are other 30. Uh, Tyler Lockett, though, man, this guy's been stepping up these last couple weeks. 12 receptions, 90 yards, two touchdowns. DK Metcalf only had 21 yards. I do not see that happening again. That dude is a monster. Um, But this, this – man, this is how you know Rob, Rob Sala is a good defensive coordinator. He held, he held Seahawks to 26 points with little to no starters. Excuse me. I just, like, drank a whole bottle of water, and I'm just like, all right. Excuse me. Um, I'm I'm real I'm real excited to see the San Francisco team moving forward when all these players come back healthy. I'm talking potential playoffs. I said this two years ago. I predicted them going to the Super Bowl two years ago, and I even predicted them not doing great this year. But I'm, I think they're going to bounce back. I can see them in the playoffs for sure. Uh, once all their players get healthy, including George Kittle, who I'm so glad to see on the field seven receptions, 68 yards after that injury he had earlier in the season. So 49ers are in good hands. R- big question. Jimmy G, Bethard, Mullins, I think they're drafting a quarterback for sure. We'll talk about that. Way later when it comes to offseason, I'm definitely thinking they're drafting quarterback. Uh, I think they're going to dump Jimmy G's contract somewhere else. But the Seahawks, I'm real concerned about them, about Russell Wilson. Can he step it up in the playoffs? He usually does. They're 12-4 and four for a reason. What do you think? you think they're going to step it up?
1: I think so. I really do. I have the over for this game, Seattle and Rams hitting. It's actually kind of low. It's in the 40s, so that's why I think it could go could go over but you know seattle for all their struggles on offense they really turned it around on defense and i think maybe it's just how people perceive teams now like everyone looks to the offense first and especially how the the seahawks came out this year to see them struggle a little bit is is definitely concerning but they still cruise their way to 12 and 4 we can't forget that that's crazy that's a great it's a great record and also um i think they will get it figured out um against the Rams who they did struggle against uh, a couple of weeks ago. That was such a low scoring game. Um, maybe they knew that they were going to face them in the playoffs and they just didn't want to show too much on offense. I mean, last, the last score happened, uh, it was 20 to nine Seahawks. Maybe they, they um, could pull out some things that they've just been saving for the playoffs, but it's kind of a stretch to say that because they've been struggling consistently for the past few weeks, going to San Francisco real quick though. Um, we talked about this, and I said it. Deshaun Watson, there's rumors now that he's going to get traded. Um, Dude, get him out of there, bro. Get well, This him is a possible landing there. spot right here in San Fran. You have a good draft. I think they have a good draft position. I'll look up uh, the draft position right now. But 6-10, and 10, I'm assuming they do have a, have a good one. The Texans need a first-rounder really badly, and, and also they could probably get a few more. This is a... They'll get a lot Yeah, more. this is a trade right here that will change San Francisco um, overnight. And I think that they could put it back into contention. So that's one of the possible landing spots. The one thing about it, though, is that um, it was reported by Pro Football Focus, Mike Florio. So I I don't know if you remember Mike Florio, but he um, has not really been the most reliable in, when it comes to things like this. So we'll see. But San Fran is sitting at the 12th spot in the draft. Um We'll see what happens. I mean, this is a this is an interesting spot. I would love to see Deshaun Watson come here.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you've seen um the mic'd up NFL yeah. film. I believe it's NFL films where JJ Watt's like, man, sorry. Yeah, he said we tried to get you he another said, one. Um we wasted one
1: of your years. He ended the yeah. season with the most passing yards. I didn't I did not realize Deshaun Watson. Yeah, 4,700? and with look at the receivers around him.
0: Most of them were injured, COVID, suspended. Like, dude is so
1: talented. Yeah. Like, People were tripping when stupid. I said he was having like an MVP-type year. No, no. No, he was. He, yeah, he, he is. Was. He is, yeah, but and, uh, he's not even in contention. Yeah.
0: He's not even... He was not mentioned by us or anyone.
1: Possible 49 in the future.
0: Feel bad for the dude. That would be crazy. That would be insane. Deshaun Watson in a 49er. That's, well, anything as possible It's 2021 now. Alright. Moving on to the next game. Um, uh, I just want to mention this. The Raiders won. I lost my uh-huh. bet. I needed the Broncos to win so the Raiders could finish the same record as the Chargers because I thought the Chargers would have a better record than the Raiders. But if they tied them, we would have been fine. The Raiders, of course, came back on the Broncos. Broncos missed a 63-yard field goal, um, was blocked. Only highlight out of this is uh, Josh, Josh Jacobs party too hard oh. <laughs> and got a DUI at 4:41 a.m. in Vegas. That that's a bad thing to do. I don't know if you remember the Super last time there was a Super Bowl, the Raiders went to Vegas, they part- they didn't go to Vegas. They partied before and half of the team didn't even show up. There's a lot of conspiracies behind that. But a lot of lot of, half the team showed up and if they did hung over, that's why they got beat by the Buccaneers by like twenty something. But uh yeah, the Raiders in Vegas with all those guys, good luck. PR team, good luck. <laughs> Everything talk- over there. Um that's all I wanna say. Well to talking
1: talk about, about PR, over. have you have you seen the Von Miller texts that are going around? Now
0: Oh my God, dude. Twenty twenty one is crazy man. I thought it- <laughs> The universe is like you want to see some crazier shit. All right, we got you. Like they, the aliens are having so much fun with this season finale for the humans in twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's, that's what's
1: going on the uh, Netflix show for I mean, look, if you haven't <laughs> seen it, I mean, it's all allegedly. Um, that Von Miller, uh, had well the texts were were to his girlfriend, I think, or his pregnant, pregnant girl. Group, right. I mean, these are all allegedly, and you guys could look it up. It's super easy to look it up. But um, if you talk about conspiracy theories, a conspiracy is that. John Elway, because he's the GM for the Broncos, stepped down as a GM, and then now they have an open GM vacancy over there in Denver. And he knew about it. And so he wanted to step away from this situation, this problem, so he didn't have to deal with it. That's why he stepped down. That's a major conspiracy. I could totally see him doing that.
0: Yeah. What? I know I know John Elway left because I seen a tweet earlier yesterday saying that new GM said uh something about Drew Locke being a challenge for the coming season. I was like, New GM. I was like, John, what the hell? And then this Von Miller, okay, that makes sense to me. Without the, <laughs> without the explicit texts,
1: what happened? Because Twitter is so hard to. F- basically, I only basically, Von Miller was just being completely out of line. He didn't hit her, I don't think, but during that during those texts, he was just being really rude, and he was saying he was hoping that the that the woman has a, like a miscarriage and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, like, and saying. Like you want he's like, he's it. like, I can't believe you want and to have this have baby and stuff him. like that, and then it would it look really bad. So there's some definitely um, get the PR team on. There he's right on a now. contract; they, they definitely got to resign him. Uh, this is his last. Year. Really? Wait, this is his last year.
0: Yeah. So oh that's gonna probably play a big part. Von Miller might be a free agent. Wow. Jesus Christ. Curtis. Justin Simmons is a free agent. They, yeah. <laughs> Justin Simmons is also a free agent. They didn't even resign him. That dude's a stud. Um. Also, in the co- um, competing for the P- Walter Payton Man of the Year, he's like third place. Second place is the AFC West. AFC West is the first. Yeah. Team, Michelle, Kelsey, and Justin Simmons, man, Shout Our out friends, to AFC, West. AFC West fans are lit. Besides the Raiders. Um, speaking of the Chargers, the Chargers won. The Chiefs. Nothing too big here, but um, just man, we reviewed that in the Monday podcast. We went crazy on there. The Colts. Won the Jaguars, and let me tell you, Jonathan Taylor finished third in rushing yards. Did you know that? He finished third? Well,
1: all the running backs this year? Oh, my gosh. Shout out Jonathan Taylor. I mean,
0: 253 goddamn yards, averaging an 8.4-yard carry, 30 carries. When's the last time? I I, I don't know if Derrick Henry had 30 carries this year. Speaking of Derrick Henry, he broke 2K yards um, in that victory win. We'll talk about that after this one. But Jonathan Taylor, bro. Dude is a business, man. Third in rushing yards. I seen that because I was like, all right, I want to see you finish up, you know, boom. I mean, he, he probably, like, third, fourth place in a uh, offensive rookie of the year, but we know that's going to Justin <laughs> Um But, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, I think, is going to play a big part in the playoff. Um, we're going to talk about it a little later, uh, but uh, who else was going to mention? Oh, yeah, the Titans. Oh, my Jesus Christ. The Titans and Texans, bro. On a game-winning field goal that bounced twice, it was Cody Parker 2.0 almost. It bounced off twice. Derrick Henry surpassed 2,000 yards since 2001. I think it was a tiny, I think that no, wasn't Chris Johnson. I think it was Chris Johnson. No, Actually, the last one was he, Adrian you, Peterson.
1: That's
0: it. Adrian Peterson back in what? Twelve, I believe.
1: That MVP year.
0: Yeah, twelve. Uh, 250 yards, two touchdowns. He was destined to get it. Tannehill, dude. He he's not just talented through the air. That dude got some wills. That dude got some wheels. He had three total touchdowns. A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, almost, uh, A.J. Brown had 151 yards. This dude is just a monster. He's, he's just, he could catch anything that comes to him. Corey Brown is great, too. Um, this tight team looking dangerous. Texans, we just mentioned Deshaun Watson out. I think J.J. watched should get out, but I don't think he will. He's, like, dedicated to Texans football. You said the, the 49ers. I'm thinking, damn, who am I thinking of? Let's see. I think that would be the I'll best. I like Bears out, really. out there, too. Yeah, if the Bears lose... I mean, Nick Foles, I don't know where he's going. That contract
1: is right. so big. Ah, that's crazy.
0: They ate that contract. It's like four year, $81 Because I remember I mentioned... I trade the first
1: and Nick Foles to the Texans.
0: Uh, yeah. I tra- I remember referring Nick Foles to a Mercedes-Benz or Bentley. No, Phantom. I With the cover on. That's how he's not going to get touched. With that $81 one million dollar contract, I said a funny joke like two years ago when he got signed. But now look at him. But um, yeah. So I think the Texans should. They don't have. A first, I don't think they have a first round pick. Their first round draft pick is to the Miami Dolphins at number three. So they could have, been have. They could have drafted Zach Wilson or Mac Jones, probably Trevor Lawrence if they fall. You know, you know, contention at least to get those guys. But they traded that one to the Dolphins. So um, yeah. Times are looking good. Texans four and twelve. Man, with the MVP caliber quarterback, you definitely gotta get him out of there. Or surround I, I think you, you have a better chance of getting him out there than surrounding pieces, but most of that was Bill O'Brien's fault. They did hire uh Patriots, Ezek, I forgot his name, damn it. They they hired a Patriots oh, piece, Casario, uh, I think. Casario, yeah, some weird thing. That I thought it was in town. <laughs> Um, so any anyone that comes out of the Patriots organization is usually successful because how successful the Patriots uh, organization was. Oh, no, no yeah, show, you're right. Bill,
1: Bill O'Brien Brian was a... Show, yeah.
0: Bill Obr- oh, Bill O'Brien was. Hopefully, <laughs> not in the coaching aspect, but in the you know, general manager aspect. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Washington football team, and then we're going to go lightning round. They won their way into the Philadelphia, um, into the playoffs against the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of story behind that. Antonio Gibson is back. Antonio Gibson is back, man. I love this dude, and I, re- I regret everything I said. Steven, I apologize to you personally because you were on Washington, and I and you too, Lucas. But I remember Steven mentioned Antonio Gibson, and I, and I called him a scrub. I said, who is this guy? He's a no-name. Now I'm looking for his rookie <laughs> cards. This dude is it. Alex Smith is 4-1 as a starter. So I'm thinking upset maybe. Um, Cam Sims, uh, i seen this guy on Instagram. He's so humble. I mean, I love seeing these. These rookies, these undrafted rookies, these low draft or high draft rookie, like round six, round seven guys. I think this guy was undrafted free uh, free agent or rookie. Cam Sims, just so humble. He's an up-and-coming player in this Washington sports team. Terry McLaurin, you know he's going to do business. And my boy, my new favorite tight end in the league, I'm talking Logan Thomas, with another touchdown. This dude carried my fantasy team, um, which we will talk about. We have a fantasy podcast after you probably listen to this one. Go check that one out. But the Washington Redskins are. Woo, pause. Rewind. The Washington sports team is looking good into these playoffs. I'm. I'm. might thinking upset. But the Eagles. There's a. There's a video that surfaced with uh. There's their offensive lineman Kelsey Travis Kelsey's brother Zach Ertz Carson Wentz just vibing on the sideline till 1 a.m. Dog. Were they had like in full pads or what?
1: Him? Oh wow. Yeah. They're they just just,
0: just uh. Well, Kelsey was injured zackers were just in the pads. it was cold as shit so they had those like cool ass trench coats they wear over the pads i want i want one so bad um they're just vibing man you ever have one of those vibe talks with oh, yeah. your friends going to the military or i just had one this last week and shout out to my boy sam say less sam he's uh being a correction officer and he he announced it on new year's he's like you know you guys are my family you know i want to tell you this i'm gonna move up up north and pursue my dream of being a correction officer i'm like dog I, we all fucking cried, and then we got drunk. <laughs> but, like, dude, it was one of those talks you know, gave me chills. When I seen this video, I bash on the Eagles, but Doug Peterson sat – and also, they sat Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. to play uh, Nate uh, Sudfield, and they're saying that they're tanked because they got the sixth pick instead of the ninth pick. So much going on, but players are backing uh, Doug Peterson off. Some are not. It's a 50-50. Dialogue. I don't know how the Eagles keep them. There's so much – the Eagles organization is just a shit show, man. All this with the sideline stuff to one a.m., dog. I'm telling you, like they look sad. Like it's a, it's a pretty far shot, but I'm like, man, dude, Zach Ertz ain't probably coming back. He's injured prone. Carson Wentz is probably he want he been very vocal that he wants out. And then, uh, like man, it's just a bunch of buddies, and they're probably gonna be versing each other in the in the you know future. And and it was just sad as hell. And then like Jalen Hurts got benched, and he even said on the sideline, "This is bullshit." Like. Give me Like, this is the opportunity you want Jalen Hurts in. Give him an opportunity to get a shot. But uh, Doug Peterson obviously went for the tank. It was too obvious. They got the sixth pick instead of the ninth. They were out of the play. Or they they even forced the Giants out of the playoffs. I don't know. The, the Eagles organization
1: is just... Yeah, crazy. okay. This is what I want to yeah, talk so. about. Because the game, you know, I think Washington was going to win this game. Jalen Hurts wasn't doing too much. And he was struggling a little bit. And just the defense of Washington is real. But, but- they he needs... Oh yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I'm not. I'm not defending Doug Peterson. I was gonna say that I don't think that that sitting really changed too much. Um, I think Washington's the best team in the NFC East anyway. So I do. I would rather see them in the playoffs than any other team in that division. So yeah. if, you know, whatever the Giants fans are complaining about, I don't really care. What I really care about is Doug Peterson messing up this team, the team's chemistry, because a lot of players already said they didn't like it. Miles Sanders didn't like it. Jalen Hurts didn't like it, and um, uh, a lot of people. I think it hurt the team a lot because this is an organization now, Doug Peterson in the front office, Howie Roseman, they just seem to be obsessed with seeing what they got in their backup quarterbacks. Like You you, you won a Super Bowl with a backup, I get it, but now you drafted a, a quarterback and that, that turned out well, Jalen Hurts. And now you're looking at Nate Sudfield, I don't understand why you had to go that deep into your depth uh, in your rotation. And um, yeah, you Jalen didn't Jalen have to. Has. And it really didn't make sense to a lot of people. It didn't make a sense to the NBC crew um, calling the game. And so, I, I just I totally disagree, and I think maybe it hurt it hurt his standing as a coach because I think a lot of players probably would want him out or just don't really want to play for this guy. It really had a profound effect. I think it was such a bad move. Um, and then it then he said that he was playing to win. In
0: the I don't know how you game. can say that. I don't he know how you could say that. That that that's some Anthony <laughs> Lynn shit right there. That's some Anthony Lynn shit, dog. Like you know you weren't you wanted the
1: higher draft pick just say i'd it. rather I'd rather, rather than thought. say that yeah.
0: yeah I'd rather have said yeah I'd rather have been like you know what it was the 6th or ninth pick we went we, we had a we're already down I wanted to see he probably could have said he wanted to see what Nate Schofield had that would have been fine if he wanted to see what he had but the fact that he said we're playing to win it took Jalen out. he was I know he wasn't doing the greatest this dude you see what he did mm-hmm. he upset the Saints he upset the Saints this dude is talented they 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 got him you know, in the draft for a reason. Let him play, man. Give him some experience and see like, can he get back? Can we make the playoffs? Is there a chance? But no, he took the totally different direction and that's irreversible. The things you do to that player is irreversible. To the locker room is irreversible. And if Doug Peterson is still there, I will be ama- yeah. I will be amazed. But it's it's NFL, so nothing really exciting happens in the NFL. I want some NBA shit happening, like fucking trades and going crazy like that. But um I think that'll keep him I mean the I the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl um the Super Bowl win under his belt. is yeah, really keeping I think him so. there, to be honest. All right, moving on to the lightning round. We got the Buccaneers, Atlanta Falcons. Buccaneers beat down the Atlanta Falcons twenty uh, forty-four to twenty seven. A lot of stories around here. Matt Ryan, can he be that guy? I think he's very talented. I thought he was gonna be off as player of the year, to be honest. There's a lot of there's speculations and rumors that they will draft a quarterback with that first round draft pick. Was that due to Matt Ryan? Look what it did Jalen Hurst to Carson Wentz. I mean, and the, the Buccaneers, let me just throw this fun fact. It's a very fun fact. Antonio Brown has more 100-yard receiving games this year than Juju does in his whole career. They even rhymed. Antonio Brown, I got to say, I got to give it to you, Lucas. He's back. Oh, I man. mean, 138 yards, 11, 11 receptions. two That's nah, bad. That's bad news for teams like a team second versus that, man. That dude, you know when he's talented. You win- this dude's talented. You know when he... When he's, when he's locked in, dude, it's dangerous. And you got Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and then Rokowski? Like, man, the NFL just gave the Buccaneers a goddamn Super Bowl win. But they have a tough challenge coming up. Any thoughts on this? Yeah, game? well, I
1: thought Atlanta had a chance to make things interesting here, just matchup-wise, but they got completely destroyed and manhandled right off the gate. They lose uh, the Buccaneers. They lose Mike Evans really early in this game, and now he's going to be a game-time decision against Washington. He's back at practice, though. That's a good sign. But then right when that happened, this is when Antonio Brown stepped up, and so did Chris Godwin. But seeing Antonio Brown play like this um, after not seeing him play like this in a while, it, it is a really scary sight to see, like you said. So, um. Tampa Bay, we're gonna preview that game, but just the way that they bounced back after losing the biggest receiver and then Tom Brady just airing it out. Dude, he almost had four hundred yards, three ninety nine. This guy's forty two years old. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, this is this is uh yeah, this geez, is something stress. good for Tampa Bay, but they've seen some crazy big roller coaster highs and then roller coaster lows this season. So they just gotta be a little yep. bit more consistent. We're gonna see what happens when they face a really good defense in Washington. And then as as far as the Falcons, um, I, don't, I haven't heard too much about them drafting a quarterback, but if they do, it's going to be so weird to see this team without Matt Ryan.
0: I know. Matt Ryan is also a high and low quarterback. He could be throw for 400 yards or throw for 182 with two interceptions. I like him. The offense is great. Raheem Most, uh, Raheem Mostert. God I damn it. Morris. Raheem Morris deserves that head coaching vacancy. He's getting interviewed by other teams. I've said if the Chargers can even get him a defensive coordinator, that'd be amazing. But, um, I think they should stick with him, stick with Matt Ryan, build that defense, build that offensive line, talent's there. Julio Jones, Kevin Ridley, uh, Russell Gage, that's a diamond in the rough there. So I think they're in good hands. They just got to, you know, the culture is changing there. Moving on to the New York Jets and the new England Patriots. I did win my bet. I did win a bet this year uh, that they will not have more than eight wins. They went seven to nine. But but Cam Newton made his last, uh let's see, last chance, last audition for – the Patriots, quick question. Is he I don't think so. I think there was already a
1: report to say that they're going to, you know, split ways after this season. So, um, I mean, good job for Cam Newton. I mean, respect. I mean, that was such a tough situation this past year. And um, very tough. I think that the good fact morning. that Bill Belichick appreciated Cam Newton, everyone appreciated Cam Newton, his professionalism this year, throw away all the narratives that he's like an immature guy or whatever. This guy's a leader for sure. I hope he lands back on his feet on another team. And honestly, I hope he plays well. I, I really want him to want him, wish him the best. But New England came in here, took care of business after the Jets were on a two-game winning streak, looking like the Jets of old. Um, this is a classic Patriots-Jets score right here, 28-14. Real
0: quick, is Cam Newton going to change the way he posts his Instagram posts? No, he will never change. That takes some probably like <laughs> three hours. Never change. Right. Uh, Sam Darnold threw two interceptions. Um... Frank Gore was injured, but he said he'll come back another season. This dude, my man, no one can stop my man, Frank Gore. (laughs) Quick question, Sam Darnold there. If not, is that a a good replacement for – is he getting replaced?
1: Um, Sam Darnold. I don't know. I I think – Let me hear it. They could. They might draft Justin Fields or maybe the Lions would. I just think that the Jets have a lot of problems, like you said, and they're they're looking for – a well-rounded head coach. The GM already said that. They're looking for someone that could just, uh, you know, address all aspects of the team. Adam Gates was in there to elevate Sam Darnold. Didn't do that. Didn't progress him at all. Yeah, probably, probably yeah, officers. exactly. And um, so they're looking at a, a completely different approach. So maybe, excuse me, the direction of the team and the draft will be completely different and will address a lot of other things. Because like you said, they have... Multiple problems over there on that roster, so I wouldn't see, I wouldn't mind seeing Sam Donald come back. I wouldn't be surprised if he does too. It all depends on who their coach is and and really um, what direction they go. So it's a little bit too early to tell.
0: I think they definitely would, should yeah. um, bring him back because he was with Adam Gase, and that dude doesn't know <laughs> what, what down it is. So give this dude another shot. Uh, maybe draft a quarterback later in the in the. There's a lot of great quarterbacks this this year in, the, in college. Maybe draft him a little later for insurance.
1: Um, Build around Marcus May. Moving quick, on to... Man. That guy's fucking fired. Resign
0: him to an extent. What mm-hmm. I tell you about Marcus May since this beginning of the season? That dude is on it. Build around that dude. He's one of my favorite safeties in the game. He, I think he is my favorite safety in the game. I love him. Um, moving on to Minnesota Vikings and the Detroit Lions. Minnesota came out the top. And no one's talking about Kirk Cousins. throwing for 405 yards at the touchdowns. you know why? <laughs> Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Alexander. My boy, Alexander Madison. Dalvin Cook was out. I believe they sat him, right? Well, no, his father passed away,
1: and that's why he was down in Florida.
0: Oh, yeah, his father passed away. Yeah, I I totally forgot about that. Condolences all around from us. But Alexander Madison, the guy who I interviewed, nothing too major, from Boise State, boy rushed for 21 times for 95 yards and a touchdown. He's a reliable backup. He's a great, great person, too. He's from the Dirty Dino and San Bernardino. Dude's (laughs) humble. Um, not a big fan of In and Out, but he is a big fan of Montana 300, which not a lot of people know that artist. But we kind of vibed out on that one. Shout out to Alexander Madison. We vibed out. We're like, oh, you like you like Montana 300? And he was actually surprised that I knew who Montana 300 is. If you don't know who Montana 300 is, look it up. Look up Roboop real quick, and then look up his Panda Freestyle <laughs> Fire Straight Fire. I swear to gosh, that, that hikes me. I'm gonna listen to that shit. Actually, I know who that is too. That's
1: to get crazy, hyped up yeah. to that. I've heard. You know, of, Montana, yeah, I've seen 300? his uh, yeah, his raps on uh, YouTube.
0: Yeah, he he's pretty good. His whole his whole like little clans is pretty
1: tight. He goes, <laughs> that's his little thing. All right, uh, the Lions, Matthew
0: Stafford. Quick
1: question. He's is out-y. He Matthew out. Matthew Stafford's out of there. And honestly, f- I would love to see this guy go to a team and and lift him up. San Fran's San one of them. San Fran is definitely one of them. All right, let's um, San
0: Fran. That'll be tight. Matthew Stafford in that goal. He deserves
1: something like starting. that. He, he deserves like to dread. like immediately like go on a team to prove himself, but also just elevate it because he know that he could do it. And um, I, I a guy that's went through so much. So I think Detroit knows it's time to let let him go. It's like the it's like a Phillip Rivers situation. It's like you know if it's true love, let him go, come back. But like Matthew, yeah, I think they just, gonna... I think they just know it's the end of the road, and the Lions just have a lot of questions. This is one of the teams I thought Justin Fields is gonna land at. So um. Another rebuild going on here I in Detroit, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: I just feel bad for Detroit, the just the whole city in in general. I mean, it's just, I've seen so much documentaries on, like, Detroit. <laughs> God damn, dude. Get some funding over there. God damn. You watch dude, documentaries? Out that's, there. that's the most like, surprising I, thing I heard right now. I watch documentaries. I stay watching documentaries. Dog. Besides when when I'm not watching Friends for the hundredth time, I'm watching documentaries. I can't watch The Office anymore. One because I don't have Netflix, and they took it off Netflix. So even I have Netflix, I don't got it. Moving on. Two. Oh, and I think uh, Galladay's out of there. Galladay's out of there too. I don't think they're gonna resign him. That's a nice little pickup um, for another team. But he, I think, is a big big yeah. pickup. One whoever picks him up, I think they should pay him. I know it's, he only played four games, but he did. He had like 100 yards each game. But I think besides one, so uh, that dude is talented. Get him on a winning roster. I want to see that dude on a winning roster. Lions, yeah, rebuilt. Moving on to the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals. Not too impressed. Not where's my mic at? I'm not too impressed <laughs> um, win. Lamar Jackson, mediocre as always. 100, 113 yards, three touchdowns, an interception. Only threw 10 times. Oh, but look, he had 97 yards on the ground. Whoop-de-doo. J.K. Dobbins, though, 160 yards and two touchdowns. Everyone's keep on forgetting about these Ravens fans including you. Before this, we had a little conversation and you're thinking the Ravens are they're 11 and 5, but I mean, I don't think they're really 11 and 5. The leading receiver had 43 yards and it was Miles Boykin, behind him Marquise Brown, and then only four receivers had a, a, a catch and five were targeted. C- give me a goddamn break. The Bengals, I I just like their story with Brandon Allen and and those guys putting up a fight, which they, they did. They put up a fight. Um, leading receiver was Kevin Keth- Carter. <laughs> <Jeez>, they <Christ>. um, <laughs> need Joe Burrow back. They need Joe Burrow back, big time. We're not going to talk too much about the Ravens because we're going to save that for the the preview because I got a lot to say, and I want to hear what you got to say. Try to convince me otherwise. But moving on to the Buffalo Bills and the Dolphins. Dolphins announced that Tua
1: is their starting quarterback moving forward. I don't see it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I do. do I mean, I think uh, maybe Fitzpatrick might be gone out of there. I mean, Tua has a lot of growing to do, and he needs he needs it. But you got to think about this whole this whole year in perspective and context. Like he did not get the he had the least amount of experience out of almost any of these rookie quarterbacks besides Jalen Hurts, right? So um, the least amount of games and least time to grow. I think with a full off season behind him and with the full team behind him, I think that there's a lot of growth to be made just in the off alone. And of course he's gonna be the starting quarterback. He was a first round draft pick. A little bit um, of a letdown not to get into the playoffs, but we said he weren't gonna do it against his Bills team. They got routed. Um, they got they were I they were, got were destroyed. I mean, Josh Allen and the team came to came to fucking play and take care of business against the Dolphins. I thought maybe um, Brian Flores had come up with. A nice game plan to maybe slow down this Bills offense, but the fact that he couldn't do that, I think, spells a lot of disaster for the playoffs for the rest of the AFC because this team—it's hard to get a hold on them and it's hard to stop them. And now they only get Cole Beasley back. That's great, but um, seeing that what Brian Flores couldn't do against uh, a Bills team that was a little bit injured on the offensive side—28 points in one quarter. Uh, this is was well, an overall beatdown win, and, and um, I just think that the road for the Dolphins—this was their ceiling for sure. Ten and six season, you'll take that as a Dolphins fan. And um Oh i exactly. and I'll take um that the you know, sense, missing the playoffs yeah. a little disappointing, but I think that you wouldn't have done anything in the playoffs anyway. It's such a stacked AFC. And uh you have some draft picks to work with too, so the future's looking bright over there.
0: I think definitely they needed a draft for offensive lineman. Uh everything that has to do a little bit with Tua's uh uh lack of gameplay. Uh he had three interceptions, he had three hundred sixty one yards though. He had three interceptions. You got to clean those up. You're great in the running back, Miles Gaskin. I'm a big fan of him and Sullivan, Uh, Amid. uh Those dudes are no not big names. Plus, you got Lynn Bowden. Uh, Bowden. I think Bowen? so. Yeah. Bowden. Bowden? Uh, they who they traded the third round draft pick for the Raiders, our fourth round draft pick. He was a quarterback back in Kentucky, I believe. And um, they they he he had a trick play. Um, I think they'll use him a lot too, to the relief a little bit of Tua. Uh, the Bills though. Talk about Antonio Williams. Who's that? Dude, 63 yards, two touchdowns. They find a diamond in the rough in their backup. Zach Moss, Devin Singletary. Now Antonio Williams. Throw them in the mix. I love it. Josh Josh Allen, three touchdowns, interception. Matt Barkley even got a touchdown, too. He also had an interception. But Gabriel, Gabriel Davis, rookie, 107 yards. Stephon Diggs, 76 yards. And then you got John Brown coming back. Got a touchdown. That was a great coming back story. And then you got Cole Beasley coming back. Man, this Bills team is looking good. They're 13-3 for a reason. Now, moving on to what other game? We got a couple more games here. Uh, let's see. We've got the Buffalo Bills. We talked to that one. Oh, the Rams. We forgot to talk about it. The Rams beat the 49 or the, or the Arizona Cardinals to get into the playoffs.
1: Wolford. Johnson. Let's go. John
0: Wolford. John Wolford, my boy. Two hundred and thirty-one yards, 0.0 touchdowns, and interception. But the defense got it done with the Rams. The Rams are not saying who their starter is. Those goddamn assholes. <laughs> who is was the starter? I need to know. But Kyler Murray got injured. Like I even said, I, I don't know if I said he would get injured, but I, I said he won't play good because he's coming off an injury. So Chris, um, Straveler, Straveler, I don't Straveler know. came in, couldn't get it done. Kendrick Drake, kind of disappointing, man. I, I really wish Kendrick Drake did great. Um, Dan Arnold was the leading receiver, tight end, who I mentioned a couple times to you. Um, I don't know if you remember that name, Dan Arnold, but uh, I believe they're gonna start Jared Goff because he was throwing in the pregame. He wasn't suited up, but he was throwing. I, I guess he didn't break his thumb. I think I think he just. I think he was it was broken. No, I think he, he was broken. throwing on yeah. the sideline. Was it? Well, he did surgery, but dude, coming back off, it, I don't know. Like this is such a hard coaching decision. This is what makes coaches great. You you start your starter who is injured, or trust the backup that's healthy. You know, you got to play your ace. That's what every expert says. And that's why I'm saying, fuck it, Joe, Jared Goff oh, in there. You pay yep. him money, I agree he's with that. Go out there. And honestly,
1: I think that, like you said, this is where the great coaches are made. Well, we're going to see how good Sean McVay is because I know he went to the Super Bowl just a couple of weeks or a couple of years ago, but the Rams have fallen off a lot. And this is a different Rams team. Jared Goff isn't the MVP level type player we thought he was, or many people thought he was. I never thought he was. And honestly, I think he's at that game manager level and he could do it, but there have been games now where. They've relied on him and needed him to step up. And if he doesn't have a run game, he's struggled a lot. And so this is a big task right here coming into this week against Seattle on defense, who have been playing very well. Look, you need to get your run game going, and you just need to be smart about it. Going back to the Cardinals in this game real quick, um, you ended the season 8-8 eight and eight after starting on fire on offense. So there are a lot of things... Something like like that. And, and, and um, and you know, you have a lot of things to look forward to now in the offseason. You got to clean up. You got to get your run game way more involved. Kenyon Drake needs to be way more involved. He's a talented player. Right when he hit that team a couple years ago, he made a difference, and then this year was very, very much disappointing. And it, it's not on Drake. It's just I think that the Cardinals need to get a little bit back to basics and, and implement a little bit more things on offense. Get alignment in there, help that running game a lot because I think that will help Kyler Murray and help his health as well. He doesn't have to run as well, and um, this is just the ceiling for this Cardinals team. I know they're great on offense, but eight and eight, I think that's right where they are because they're just two one-dimensional on offense, and it's really all Kyler Murray and DeAndre, which is great, but you saw a duo get stopped earlier this year, and Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf, and that was an MVP-type level connection right there, so you need a lot more help, and uh, this Cardinals team is on their way to being a better team.
0: Crazy that I wanted Isaiah Simmons over Justin uh, Justin Herbert. Yep. It's crazy. I tweeted that, and people were like, me too, and people were like, what? And I was like, damn. (laughs) Expose myself. Moving on, uh, Green Bay Packers won the Chicago Bears. Even though the Chicago Bears lost, they did get into the they snuck into the playoffs. Uh, dude, Green Bay Packers, bro. Four touchdowns, bro. Four touchdowns. Aaron Jones even had a touchdown on the ground. MVS, who was one of my personal favorites a couple years uh last year when he when he uh broke out as an amazing uh, player. Devontae Adams, he's gonna get a touchdown. Robert Tanya, dude, snubbed in the pro bowl but who is watched there the even pro going bowl to be anyways? a pro bowl
1: this year. I have no uh, idea 18 how this
0: yards in uh, They announced it but I mean he's a snub for sure though. This dude had more double, I think he had double uh, digit touchdowns. But nothing much to say here. Oh, I forgot to say Xavier Howard is the first cornerback to have 10 interceptions since mm. Antonio Carroll in 2007. Three. Felt like I yeah, I felt like I read that on a paper but I was just trying to remember. Um talking about the Saints the Bears are gonna verse in the playoffs they beat the Panthers uh seven to 33 I mean the Panthers I thought they would be I mean Drew Brees, it's 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 the Saints you can you know can't be too mad they even put PJ Walker in um to see what he got um they're just missing McCaffrey I mean they're missing McCaffrey they got great wide receivers but we don't get that run game established it's kind of tough uh I think the Panthers have a bright future coming up maybe I could see him in the playoffs three four years from now um, when they start building on that defense, I think the next three rounds just build all defense. Draft 36 defensive players in the next two, three years. Get some great free agents in, you know, on the defense. They definitely need that. I remember the Carolinas defense was crazy with Luke Keekley there. That man, that defense was scary. Like, people didn't even want to verse him. But, um, all right. Any, any, work um,
1: on, on the, not really. On I mean, that, we all knew that the Saints were going to come down and beat the beat down because they had a, opportunity to get the first seed. But now let's get into the playoffs, man. Let's fucking get it. All right.
0: Actually, I kind of wanted to do a playoff one because people, that's, right. I think they want to hear that more than the right, review. Yeah. So we'll cut this one off. Cut off what you just said right now. We'll end it, and then we'll do a playoff one. I know this is locked yeah, and done. then we'll do a quick fantasy one. Cool. Hey, um,
1: real All quick, right. I'm going to just use the rest one, one more one time, and then I'll join. Do you want to do an outro okay. for this or what? Okay.
0: Yeah, I was going to do a quick outro.
1: Yeah, that's fine. All right. You want me to do it now? All right.
0: Um. All right. Well, uh, since you have no words for these next coming up games, uh, or for those last games we just mentioned, there you guys have it, the review. We're actually going to do another podcast to preview the playoffs and preview our crazy parlays, man. It is hard. It was really hard to um, – Get some bets going, but um, Lucas Reyes, where <laughs> you can find me on, on, me on Twitter at
1: SugarfreeLucas, where you see my pinned tweet, thread of all of our podcasts, and that's how you keep track of all of our podcasts. David, what about you? Where can we find you on social? You can find Sports
0: Guy David on all social medias: Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. No, actually not Snapchat. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Jesus. Um, you can buy some Sports Guy David merch. All profits going to breast cancer. Um, follow the Sports Give as well. And from all of us here, have a great day listening to the preview podcast right now.